He, uh, this is uh, very interesting. He's a sports bar poet. That's, uh, I've never heard of these two things. John, you ever hear of these two things intersecting yep. sports? You have. Great. All right. <laughs> well, then you'll have plenty of experience and questions to ask, I'm sure. Yep. Of which I have none. Uh, please welcome to the show Clovis Mandrake. Hello, Thank Clovis. Thank you so much, Scott. It's great to be here. John, it's great to see you hey, again. Good to see you, man. How are you doing? <laughs> what is a sports bar poet? I don't quite know exactly what this is. Well, first of all, I'm a poet. And uh, my medium, I, I write primarily, well, exclusively about sports bars. I'm about sports bars. By, inspired oh, by sports bars and the things that go on in and around sports bars. I guess when I first heard it, I thought you were a poet who performed in sports bars. Occasionally, occasionally. But oh, really? I, pu I publish my work, you know. I, That's I, interesting. I've never heard of a poet or any kind of artist who, who primarily writes about a subject matter in which – uh, the subject matter is performed. For instance, John, you, uh, your material is not about Radio City Music Hall. Well, this is great. How did you get uh, interested in the subject matter? Do you? Uh, I drink a lot. Oh, okay. Uh, when you say a lot, uh, how? I'm a committed alcoholic. Committed. Uh, yeah. Uh, after my second divorce, you know, I decided I can either take a left and change, or I can stay right where I am and mm -hmm. double down, and that's what I did. More TVs. <laughs> This bar needs more TVs. Sure, we've got Dodgers versus Padres, Mariners versus Blue Jays, but this bar needs more TVs. There's NFL preseason and NASCAR to my right, Stanley Cup playoffs, NCAA championships, and Sports Center to my left. But this bar, it needs more TVs. What about college lacrosse and Canadian golf? What about Greek basketball, horse and buggy racing, or ESPN classics? What about American Ninja Warrior? This bar needs more TVs. Take down the frame Prohibition has ended newspaper and put up a flat screen with Teen Mom OG. Get rid of those vintage yield and stop signs and put on toddler boxing and naked and afraid pop-up edition. Every inch of wall space should be taken up with a screen. Nobody cares about the collection of $1 bills from around the world or the deer antlers strewn with funny trucker hats. They care about the documentation of human potential. From the triumph of trampoline basketball or guys' grocery games to the tragedy of Tosh.0 oh, and sex sent me to the ER. This bar needs more TVs. Thank you. Wow. Now, I don't claim to be a Burbiglia or a cowboy poet, but... Right, right. I hope you'll accept my humble offering. Is, uh, is poetry the only art form in which one has to say thank you in order for someone to know it's done? Yes. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> that was powerful stuff. Thank you. I have... How many questions do you have? Since we're numbering questions. Oh, I know the poem well, so... Oh, so you have no... You're, you've lived with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. The only, I guess, the only question I have is, is how can one frame dollar bills from around the world? When uh, are these dollar bills that have traveled bills around the world? The dollar or? bills aren't framed; they're just thumbtacked. I, I guess the, the framing part isn't what I was concerned oh. about. I, I was more concerned about the fact that there, uh, other countries don't have dollar bills. They they have other right. currency, don't they? I mean, they have uh, no. They have well, I mean, Canadian. There is a Canadian there's dollar equivalent of a dollar. okay. Yeah. So so that's excluding any country that doesn't have dollar. Isn't based on the dollar currency. I just meant generally paper currency. You know, of a lower sure. value. That I, I know what you meant, and what I'm saying is, is maybe you could have been. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Is I mean, that? 
Is that how you do your oh, stand-up comedy? As long no, no, as people know it. Since it's poetry, you're very specific. No, with, but since with it's your poetry, language. if the image made sense, I feel like you're just you're hounding it. Point taken. You're Fine. just verifying that you understood correctly. <laughs> point taken. Point taken. I don't mean to quibble. I. Uh, you're getting a little testy. I have to say. I'm about, sorry. About, I, uh, you know, I mean, no. Uh, one doesn't come onto a show with a uh, poem that has been completed and doesn't expect notes. That's a famous poem. <laughs> like, I'm willing to give John notes on a special if he's willing to hear them. Uh, absolutely. We can wait until after the show if you no, like. we should do it whenever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Did anyone give notes, by the way, in this mid-production meeting, in the production meeting in between shows? Were there notes? People were like, well, why don't you relax? <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. That was the only note. That was like, the only note. It was like, uh, hey, buddy. Yeah. Why don't you relax? Not happy now, huh? Okay, great. <laughs> right. Um, well, that uh, that was powerful stuff. Thank That's you. Uh, is that based on uh, something that uh, is that based on a true experience? Or? I just don't like when I go to a sports bar and there's only a few TVs playing. You know, right? You How know? many do you like? I mean, it, How as, many you as got? my work reference of every square inch of wall space is taken up, then I'm satisfied. What about bar space? Do you think like uh, maybe uh, those TV? You ever see those TVs that are in tables? Mm-hmm. You know? How, yeah. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. There's so many sports around the world. What's your favorite sport? My favorite sport is uh, high lie. High lie. Yeah. Uh, and, and what are the rules of that? I, I can't quite recall. The rules are basically you throw that wicker wing as fast as you can and hope the other guy gets out of the way in time. <laughs> so you're throwing it at people? I guess I've never watched a high lie game. Yeah. And it's people, it's like dodgeball? With Basically, but it ball? goes about 100 miles an hour, and people get killed sometimes from really? it. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Exciting. You, John, you you open your mouth as, as if— uh, Is Hialeah—Clovis, if I'm wrong, I'm sorry. Is Hialeah normally surrounded by obscene wealth? Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Not like boxing, the 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 depressed. Dad it's kind of like polo. It's like you know, it's a very exclusive sport. Not yeah. as it's it's much more dangerous than polo. But it's one of those. I think it's one of those rich people sports that people probably don't even know the rules, but they just want people to know that they're part of a highlight community. Right. Polo always seemed to me like the the more expensive the equipment, you know, like that's the only sport where you have to have a horse. Right. Like one, that's the most e- expensive piece of well, horse racing. Of course, you're right. Right. But but, but, I mean, it's a little more expensive than horse racing because you also have to have a mallet. Oh, Scott, you get a mallet for free when you buy a horse. <laughs> Any horse? They just give you a mallet? Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> okay. I did not know. Okay. Um, well, th- that's incredible. Do you have another example of your Oh, work, I've got or? plenty more. I like to read you my first poem, and I just, just to show first you, one you ever where wrote. I've been okay. and how far I've come. and. Mm. All right. It's admittedly crude, but I think you, you can see some of my earlier. You, crude you see meaning the, the construction of it, or do you use crude language in it? Well, you'll see. Oh, boy. This one's called Ghost Pepper Chicken Wings. Here I sit, lonely hearted. Tried to shit, but I only farted. Gave it a push, now I feel like a sucker. Because I pushed too hard, tore up my pucker. 
<laughs> Thank you. Now, you see, that's a, admittedly, I was making jokes. I was pretty. I was about two yeah. pitchers deep into a Sunday afternoon. But right. that was the first part where I said, Clovis, you got a neck for this. I mean, but, sure, it's a silly yeah. poem, something to make people laugh. While and and on the, the first camp. half of which seems to be based on you know prior works. Sure, it's inspired public by, domain. Exactly. <laughs> sure. Exactly. Yeah. That's like you know having a poem that's like Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Clovis. Happy birthday to you. It's the, thank you. Uh, it's the roses are red type of thing. You know, That's there's true. it's a variations on a theme. True, it's true. Very, Although you did not vary from the theme, you merely uh, said the exact I words. I was inspired of it. by the theme. Sure. I mean, you know, it's it's much like reinterpretation reinterpretations of like a Robinson Crusoe story. Where I mean, you start uh, off. Yeah, one can go to the park and watch Macbeth, and no one is like, "Hey, you're ripping off Shakespeare." Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. And he took Shakespeare and added a second, another verse. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. It's like doing Romeo and Juliet and Skip. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're obsessed with the name Skip. <laughs> I think it's great. Skip intro. Skip intro. <laughs> it's yeah. a, a great, great comedy name. Yeah. Uh, speaking of names, uh, does that poem have a name, the one that you— Yeah, he you, said it. Ghost Pepper Chicken Ghost Pepper Chicken. Yeah, that, that's incredible. Did you mention Ghost Pepper Chicken Wings? Uh in the in, in the, the title, yes. In the title, you did. Okay, so the subject of the poem. Oh no! They, see, that's why the sub. This is not me. I'm writing as a character here, but this is why that character's sitting on the toilet because he had some ghost pepper chicken. Got wings. it. Got ghost it. pepper, Got of course, it. the hottest pepper out there, next to the Nagra Viper, both with a Scoville rating of four hundred thousand units. <laughs> why do they call it a ghost pepper? Because eating it will turn you into a ghost, or no? It's an interpretation that that pepper's grown in. Thailand and the mm. the word I, I don't remember the exact Thai word, but it translates translates to loosely male- as- malevolent spirit. <laughs> okay, interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you have another poem for us? Oh, I've got plenty more. You keep saying that. I'm going to keep asking. Then <laughs> I've got two more. Okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> the surprise. Hey, would it kill you to put some fun urinal cakes in here? The dancing manatee in Coral Gables, Florida, has novelty urinal cakes that depict a fly in a cup, a frog on a lily pad, Osama bin Laden going, what? (laughs) They make taking a leak kind of fun. Normally, when I take a leak, Dale, Dale, your sleeve's on fire. Your sleeve's on fire. Barback should pay attention when they're lighting candles. Thank you. Oh, wow. That was dramatic. Now, I don't know if you caught that, but the title was called The Surprise. The Surprise, yeah. That's, and I took uh, a hard rat turn <laughs> that's, in the middle of that. That's like the aristocrats of, of poems about sports bars. I don't get the reference, but my aim <laughs> my aim was to surprise the reader. Right, yeah. Well, you certainly did to me. With an unexpected twist. I was just a listener and you surprised me, so I can't imagine what the reader would be. I think for a lot of readers, the first time you read The Surprise, you think it'll be a surprise about the urinal cakes, like, oh, suddenly there's a urinal cake. And Thank you. T- I remember my skin, cr- I mean, it's just like goosebumps when I saw Thanks. it. Yeah. Daily That's exactly what I was going I presume for. the surprise would be like a urinal cake that like comes out of the urinal and is alive and mm-hmm. like, you know, bites down on your penis or something. You or know? This, like, this this man, this alcoholic has this grievance about urinal cakes and then he looks down and realizes there's like a fun one is where right. I thought it was going. Right. I or, thought or, about, I played, you know, in earlier drafts, it was a kidney stone. 
Mm, or something yeah. like that. But. Or what about like a Twilight Zone thing where like this guy loves to pee on urinal cakes that are fun and then it starts raining and he looks up and a giant is peeing on him and he's like, ah, <laughs> oh, and then Rod Serling comes in, you know. Yeah, and then he pisses on him Yeah, before you know it, everybody's. <laughs> Everyone's just, it's just yeah. a Chuck Berry, like oh, people are yeah. shitting on each other uh-huh. on glass tables. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You have one more you say? Yeah. Well, he's got here. plenty. all right this one's called the dumpster lovers he nods to the bartender bud light lime with a lemon wedge in it she smiles at him through the mirror behind the bar revealing lightly lipstick stained teeth they hoist their glasses in a silent toast through the looking glass. She goes to the jukebox, puts on against the wind. He says, Bob Seeger's from Michigan. My dad went to high school with him. They talk about the Midwest and about how people don't get stabbed at concerts anymore. (laughs) He says, I stopped doing CrossFit after I blew up my shoulders doing the tire tractor sledgehammer workout. She says, I tore my Achilles heel in an over-40s tough mutter in Arizona. They show each other their scars. She puts on Welcome to the Jungle and lets out a hummus fart. He orders them Irish car bombs and spiced rum shots. They kiss at the bar, a blur of tobacco tongues, soul patches, and double chins. His turquoise belt buckle rests around the boots of work. Her Kirkland post-menopause jeans and matching panties around ankles of foot. Their unbridled passion scares off the raccoons, who normally raid the dumpster around this time. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. I kind of felt that one was coming to an end, but I didn't want to... Didn't want to clap prematurely. It's important to wait for the thank you because sometimes there's a dramatic pause and people yeah. think that there's, you know. I hate that when I go to see a concert and a, and a song stops and everyone applauds and then they launch into another yeah. chorus. It's like you, you just wanted two applauses. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, that's a, it's a dirty trick, and I'm glad that uh, yeah. we didn't fall for it. Take it down a notch, Peter Gabriel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, Just play Red Rain and hit the bricks. <laughs> Am I right? Yeah. Uh, now, when you go see Peter Gabriel, are you shouting that from song one? <laughs> I'm a big Gabriel head. But you want it to be over. <laughs> <laughs> you want it to be uh, one song, well, I, Red I, I Rain, like the, and you exactly. want him to go. Exactly. Hit the bricks, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, Clovis. Uh, I'm a big fan. You've turned me into a fan of poetry. Thank you, Scott. And your I know we had some weird tension there. I, I That's okay. Have, maybe you have a weird facial tick. I don't know. I might have missed could it. Could be, yeah. It, it also well could be. be because I'm hungover. <laughs> um, well, I'm glad you're not uh, drinking now. I mean, uh, it's, you know, 10 a.m. And uh, you're not drinking, are you? Are you? What's oh, I, no, I had a Ray Charles coffee. That's a coffee with gin in it. Oh, is that what Ray Charles drank? That's or? what he drank, yeah. Okay, when you said Ray Charles coffee, I thought you meant, like, it turns you blind. There's so much alcohol in it, or... That's fucked up, man. <laughs> okay, I, I beg your pardon. Big Raymond Charles fan here. 
Um, look, we need to take a break. Uh, when we come back, our old friend Mrs. Potts is going to be here. This is exciting for you. Uh, she uh, uh, she's sort of like uh, this one of the subjects of uh, your last poem. Exactly. She, yeah. So uh, we'll be right back with uh, Ms. Potts and uh, more Clovis Mandrake and John Mulaney after this. Mm-hmm. 